0: I guess my big step that I'm missing is the action piece. I do a lot of thinking, but not much doing. So I'm trying to force myself to do something every day. I do a little bit with meditation and journaling, but not specific journaling. So would you say it's a good idea to do it around this career vision? Welcome to the Confidence and Clarity Boost
1: Session. This is where we're going to figure out where you're at on this life journey, and I'm going to help you make sure you get moving in the right direction for you with some clear action steps. I'll show you this is where you're at, and here's where you need to go to get to the next phase. So today we're with Trish. Hi, Trish. Hi. So imagine six months from now, we're sitting down having this conversation and everything's gone really, really well for you like things have completely turned around. You've got great momentum in your life. What does that look like? And what does that feel like for you?
0: Well, it feels like a dream come true first of all. (laughs) I've always thought that I would like to have my own business. I recently retired from the corporate world about a year ago. And in this next chapter, my goal is to give back, to help empower people. I am in the process of finishing up a course at Duke, the Integrative Health and Wellness Coaching Program. I don't know in what capacity I'll use that. I do have a healthcare background. I was formerly a, trained as a dentist, and I think that it may be a great way to teach other healthcare professionals how to engage people in a more Equal approach versus that top down telling people what to do, you know, relying on that individual's inner wisdom and that type of thing. I would love to have a website up. <laughs> I would love to create some type of slide deck, maybe helping people identify vision and values, just really decrease stress, improve their overall quality of life, then I would like it to be part-time and flexible. Pretty big ask, right? No, not at all.
1: No, you want to create your own business. Do It sounds like coaching. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Help people decrease stress and you still want to make money, it sounds like. Right. And improve their health. Right. So you want to, yeah, be of service. Um, Right. Congratulations on the recently retired. What do you think is the biggest roadblock to your goals and growth
0: right now? I've always worked in the corporate world, which is very structured. So striking out on my own, I have a fear of standing out, <laughs> like putting yourself out there saying, who's going to come to me? Who's going to want my services? This is ridiculous. Everybody's a coach. you know. <laughs> How can I serve? How can I help? And thinking, just not having that confidence to really put my foot on the path, not enough of a belief. I've kind of always fit into a structure versus created a structure. Okay. So limiting beliefs and a lot of imposter syndrome happening here. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Okay. Never good at what? Well, just, I'm a person, I'm a lifelong learner. So I always think, oh, I need to take another course. Maybe I need another degree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm never done because I'm always taking a course or doing something. Yeah, I understand that. Definitely
1: relatable. So based of what you filled out for me, so you said that your biggest pain point at, is that you are always putting others first. I think a lot of people will relate to that, that you want to start your own business that adds meaning and value to others, that you're a human giver. You put others first, which is what you just talked about. And you provide others with encouragement and you see opportunities for them that they might not see for themselves. But when it comes to your own opportunities, you just kind of go blank and you wanna live a life of purpose, work part-time and live a life of peace and balance. Which sounds beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. That I asked, in response to if I could wave a magic wand six months from now, things have turned around, what would it look like? And you talked about completing the wellness program at Duke. You'd like to have a part-time flexible business that you could do from anywhere, supporting others on their wellness journey, focusing on women in midlife and healthcare professionals. And that you said you're one of your largest obstacles, your biggest roadblock is fear of criticism and that you play small, you're afraid what others are going to say, the whole thing about not being seen. So. The imposter syndrome and limiting beliefs is so common. So what I've done is I've put together uh, three phases. The first phase is stopping the backward slide. And the symptoms are where people feel burnt out, jealous, but you don't want to tell anybody, but you're jealous. You see other people doing what it is that you wish you were doing. Mm -hmm. And you're scared that life's passing you by and you kind of have FOMO, Mm -hmm. fear of missing out. And but your inner critics going nonstop, maybe not all the time, but when it starts, it's going and you feel like you don't belong, you don't fit in. So maybe you want to take more classes or or do something so that so that it'll work for you. And the action steps are noticing that negative Mm self-talk because you can't do anything about it if you don't notice it and getting clarity on your dreams, which you seem pretty clear on what it is that you want to do. is great. So i'm going to go through what the action steps are but i want to go through the other phases to figure out where exactly you are the middle phase that i call initiating positive momentum Mm -hmm. and that's where you start feeling hopeful and you're building that momentum and you silence the inner critic because you're noticing the negative self-talk because if you notice it that's when you can go oh here it goes again the old tapes, and and then you can start silencing it and say, "Oh, thanks for sharing." Uh, not today, not right now. <laughs> and there's a lot of other things that you can do. But if you don't even notice those tapes going again, then it's just going. Oh, you're so stupid. Why'd you do that? Who do you think you are? All of that stuff, and you start feeling awkward. But you realize, I can do this. I can have this. And you start feeling that self compassion. You can put your hand on your heart, going. Oh, no, I can do this. There's, that's a very self-compassionate thing. When you put your hand on your heart, it's giving yourself that grace going, no, I've got this. And no matter how you're feeling, saying this belongs, it's okay. And and it gives yourself permission to feel however you're feeling because they're your feelings and say, this belongs. And it's, a, it's an act of self-compassion because, and think, how would I treat a friend who's feeling like this? I'd say, are you kidding you could do this, and and to remind yourself of things like that. This is all when you start doing that for yourself. Those are compassionate acts, and you start taking intentional instead of the haphazard. All those classes, steps, and they're passionate, purposeful steps. That's that's the second phase. When I start telling you the symptoms of the third phase, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, I want that because that's where we all want to be." The third phase is achieving the life you deserve and staying there. And that's where you feel empowered, independent, satisfied. You live in a state of just gratitude because you're there <laughs> and you're living confident and fulfilled. Your life's path is clear and focused and your inner voice is now nurturing, kind and compassionate. And really, at that point, you're helping others to get there. You're like, I used to be there, too. Here's what I did. <laughs> and that's how you stay there, really, because you're living a life of love and service. So you're probably in between phase one and two, I would think. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. There's some definite steps that you can take. What I'll do is I'll send you a list of limiting beliefs. And Mm -hmm. there are those things. I don't deserve this. All these kinds of things that we're not even aware of. And when you see the list, because to me, maybe you don't have trouble with limiting beliefs, but I'm always it's like this esoteric thing I'm like and there's lots of them and you might not even be aware of them like I don't deserve it and maybe are things you were told when you're young maybe there's something from a teacher or a parent or some authority figure that you're not even aware of sometimes and then you can just journal and get to know the truth is you do deserve it and it, you are so clear on your vision and there's a reason that you have that vision and you're going to be great at this there's mm-hmm. nobody who can do what you can do the way you can do it Everyone has their own unique handprint and you're so clear about what it is you want to do that you you can do it. And when you start meeting a lot of resistance, you probably need to pivot a little bit. But when the path is clear and easy and you've taken the course, you know what it is you want to do, you're going to be known in this area as being good at it. And you just start telling people and surround yourself with people that build you up, not the naysayers that are like, Mm -hmm. what? Why are you doing that? Those are the people that probably put these limiting beliefs in your head in the first place. Do not be around them. Don't even tell them what it is you're doing. I mean, if they find out and their family members, sometimes you can't avoid them. Stay with those people that lift you up. Journaling is really, it's just so good. I can't stress it enough. The two best and quickest ways to do that turnaround in your mind is journaling and meditation. Mm -hmm. meditation even if it's three to five minutes of just breathing in exactly what it is and visualizing how you want this to look write it out what you're very specific visualizing exactly how this new business is going to look How many people work for you? Is it just you? You can do it from anywhere. You've already seen that. What does it feel like to be doing this, your new job and helping people? How many clients? How much you're charging? Think big, think really big. How successful are you going to be? How long do you want to do it? And so on. But really see yourself doing that. Look at people who are doing exactly what it is that you want to do. Send an email, call them, say, hey, how did you start? People love talking about how they started doing what they're doing. They do. They love talking about how they got going and ask them, what do you wish you knew when you started? You don't have mm-hmm. to make those mistakes. You don't have to invent the wheel, a website you can hire somebody for. I mean, you want right. to see and you could say who did your website to anybody whose website you really like. If you scroll to the very bottom, it says who made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can call that person or contact them and and ask them. To do a website. Websites are not that big a deal. Like that's the easiest thing out of everything <laughs> for mm-hmm. you to do. And, and as soon as you start taking action in the direction of your dreams, there's something about taking action where the universe starts rising up to meet you and mm-hmm. all these things, synchronicities start happening. So you want to notice those. You really mm-hmm. want to notice. Oh my gosh. Cause whatever you tell yourself, you're right. And you start seeing all these things start happening in the direction of your dreams. I started a podcast, all these, and I knew what kind of people I wanted to have on the podcast because the world was basically in lockdown. So I wanted a certain type of people to interview at that time. And they started appearing. People are like, how do you get these people? I go, I don't It just happens because I'm taking energy in that direction. And, and now it's more about this and and so this just happens. It just does because I believe it and you clearly have faith in it. So when you start telling me this is what I want to do, but I have limiting beliefs, when they start rearing their ugly head, you'll be like, oh, there it goes again. So now as you start working towards it, part of the human condition is your head going, wait a minute, who do you think you are doing this?
0: Mm-hmm. The imposter
1: syndrome, right?
0: Right. Right.
1: It's gonna. And just say, okay, that's fear. It's fear. So you want to call your friends and say up your friends that are supportive and build you up and everything else, those friends and say, I am feeling scared. I just want to share it. And so that I can get it out. You don't want to just you're in the health profession. You know, you can't just pretend like it's not there. You have Mm -hmm. to feel the feelings and then move through it anyway. Because it, I don't care who you are, you're gonna, it's gonna rear its head. I mean, Michelle Obama talked about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Everyone, all successful, Sheryl Sandberg, it's in her book. Maya Angelou would talk about it. Meryl Streep, every movie she makes, she says, "Up, oh, they're gonna find out I don't know how to act this time." Like everyone mm-hmm. talks about it, so it's gonna happen for you too, Trish. So when it happens, go, oh, there it is. I mean, I can remember practicing law for 10 years, walking down the corridor thinking, oh my God, all these people think I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I am, <laughs> you know, like I have them all fooled <laughs> like uh-huh. and uh, like, you never know what it's going to, but, but you have to feel it. I didn't know it was called imposter syndrome back then, but as soon as I heard it, and read, I was like, oh, I know this one. So sure. just know that's part of the process. Once you start really going and, and here you are, your website's up and you start telling people, I mean, you may cringe. You can just like email me and be like, it's happening. Like, I'll be like, yeah. And it, you're probably gonna be like, I'm gonna get found out. Yeah, for how great you are. So, and, <laughs> and then you'll look back on it and go, okay, now it's a blip in your life where you cringe and go, oh my God, I'm gonna get found out nobody's paying that much attention is what i've learned nobody's paying that much attention to me at all so every time i think oh my god what are they going to think nobody's thinking about me is what i've learned <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's that's one thing and so one of the episodes that's going to come out i just interviewed her a little while ago she said you can think small and keep keep to your safe space but that you know life's in session that's my take on it. I'm that's paraphrasing her. Like, then you don't get to live your fullest life and best life. So right. staying small just doesn't, it, you're depriving all those people that you can help. You're not just depriving you, but think of all the people that you're gonna help in your business that you don't, you're not gonna help. It's not even about you, it's about them. Right. Think of it that way. You're going into a service industry. So when you start thinking, why am I doing this? It's for them. Mm -hmm. If if that helps. Okay. So I've talked for a long time. Let me let you ask questions now.
0: Yes. I guess my big step that I'm missing is the action piece. I do a lot of thinking, but not much doing. So I'm trying to force myself to do something every day. I do a little bit with meditation and journaling, but not specific journaling. So would you say it's a good idea to do it around this career vision? Absolutely. So right at the top of the page, what is my block? What is my block
1: to starting my business? And then just Mm -hmm. write. Mm -hmm. What about the business lights me up? Mm -hmm. Right? Do it in a positive. Right? Why will I be great at this? Mm -hmm. And also write your vision mm-hmm. when you journal. That's fun. What is my business going to look like? And write it with specificity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. what you, And how it's going to feel, what it's going to look like, how you're going to feel when you work. How many days is part-time? Is it two, two and
0: a half, three? How many hours? What's that look like? That makes sense. And almost like you, this is an encore career for me, not something that I was extensively trained in. So when you're used to having a certain background, it's a little bit scary to kind of jump into the unknown.
1: Right. There's other people doing this. And so you'll find there's whole groups that talk about it online. Like I have found other people that are doing independent podcasters that we meet up once a month and we talk and we discuss. So you're going to find that group also. So because we all do this in isolation, basically. Um, right. or, I mean, we just do it behind a microphone, and it's fun to talk to other people about well, how are you doing this, and even things about like taxes. And I mean, it's stuff you don't think about, like, you know, right. Right. necessarily. Well, how are you doing this, and what program you know, and are you using for that, and just business things too. I mean, I've had my own business, so but you you'll find your people. Yeah, you don't have to do it in isolation. And so find those people. That's why I said find somebody who is already doing that and say how did you start? Yeah, people love talking about that. And if you if you contacted the person that doesn't want to, there's others. You never have to invent the wheel anymore. Google mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Google the person and uh, find somebody who who resonates with you. Um, okay. yeah, you can trust your instincts. You're good. I can tell.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing. I don't trust my instincts. I always second guess and say, no, oh, is no. this right? Is that right? No, you've been around
1: long enough and now go ahead and get, get the website up. You, you need that website going and they don't happen that quickly is what I found. I was so disappointed with how long it took. And like, okay, here you get your logo. You can change your logo. You can change the way the website looks. Just get it up. Right. Get, get one done. Just do that. Those are easy action steps. They really are. You find one you mm-hmm. like and, and just do it. That, that's, and it, it's you. And in fact, tell me one action step that you're gonna take in the next 24 hours that we've talked about.
0: I think writing out a clear vision of the business that I want to accomplish and how I will feel and just putting in as much detail as possible. Okay, that's good. That's really good. Okay. I like that. All right. Do you have any
1: other questions?
0: No, I, I don't think so, but I'm interested in learning about those self-limiting beliefs. And I think the other thing I'll try to do is network with other groups of professional women who are entrepreneurs and just really learn more about their path. Okay. I want to see you get your website going. <laughs> yeah. I know kind of, I've done a little bit of Work with my former company on interfacing with website design. So I kind of have an idea of how I want it to look, but not really the graphics or the picture. So doing some research around that. Yeah, get somebody started on that. Right, Uh, right.
1: Yeah. Okay, good. So in the next 24 hours, you've got a key action step you're going to take. You're committed to that, which is really good. So I think that's great. So Any other questions? No, I think I'm good. I appreciate your suggestion. Yeah, no, I I do too. So if anybody who's listening wants to do a confidence and clarity boost session, just let me know. We'll figure out where you're at on this journey and I'll help you make sure you get moving in the right direction with some clear action steps. Just go to the website and schedule your free session while they last and they are filling up fast. Just go to 52weeksofhope.com to schedule yours now. I'm Lauren Abrams. Thanks for listening.